Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Wine Record with Chris Record. I'm pouring some wine. <laughs> He's pouring some wine. And episode seven, we've made it this far. And oh. uh, if you can hear that in the background, it's because uh, we're doing this in a house and there's construction next door. So the occasional grinder and table saw may come into the operation. But uh, nevertheless, we're coming off doing two reds. Yes. Uh, we did uh, a Bottega red and we did that uh, Sureri or su- Surire. Yeah, surere. Surere. Depending, depending on how you. Right. You know? Yeah. Surere here. Surere Rear. outside of Jamaica. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's the entire point of the wine record to taste every bottle commercially available on the island. We like those two Cabernet Sauvignons. But today and the next episode, we're drifting back into white territory. Yeah. So interestingly, uh, Andrew, we are um, in Europe. So we left from South America back to Europe. And our friends at AU decided to. Let us experiment with a Bottega Sauvignon. On the bottle, uh, you, you see the name Sauvignon. It doesn't say Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. But all you see is Sauvignon, and then it said Trevenizzi. So if it kind of said it to that, you know, Italian accent, you say Trevenizzi. I'm not Italian. I don't speak <laughs> with an Italian accent. No, no, no. The rest of this show is you doing your Italian <laughs> accent. That's, that's what needs to happen. So Trevenizzi, it's an IGT with uh, indication geographic so what it says is where is the territory, right? Okay. It denotes the geographical area of where this grape would be grown. Exactly. Okay. So the Trevenizzi region, it's up in the north. Um, because it has tre, you know, that indicates that there are three regions surrounding it that's of some significance. So it's in the province of, of, of Trento. And it's uh, part of this, uh, you know, they have this ancient winemaking tradition up there. Sauvignon, as it's called, as I said, it doesn't have Sauvignon Blanc in it in this region. That's what they call it. But guess what, guys? It is a Sauvignon Blanc. It's not your typical Sauvignon Blanc. So remember now, Sauvignon Blanc is made all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our big six grapes, if we, if we ever mention the big six, uh, I'll just mention them now, is uh, on the white side, it's three, Riesling, Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay. On the red side, it's Pinot Noir, Merlot, and Cab. So the beauty with the big six is that they're generally made all over the world. And so regardless of whatever region, you will usually find uh, one of these grapes being made. So today we're trying a Sauvignon Blanc, which happens to come from the north of Italy. So the style is going to be a little bit different. Traditionally in our market, we we get the, the U.S. California style and more popular, uh, more recently, more popular, we'll be getting some of the New Zealand style. Yep. Okay. Right? The upcoming region in the world for Sauvignon Blanc is Chile, right? Okay. Um, they've been doing some very interesting uh, Sauvignon Blancs. I have poured side by side Chilean uh, whites with California and people can't tell the difference. Okay. Right? So the quality is improving, is improving. So from this region, uh, the Bottega, let's... Taste it. All right. So one interesting thing, Andrew, when we were just about to open the bottle a while ago, we kind of noticed something a tad strange. Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what we did notice was that the cork, a few a, a millimeters, millimeters, millimeter, millimeters, it, yeah. it kind of came out of the bottle. Now, usually when that happens, it suggests to us that storage prior to us getting the wine might not have been the, the best in the world. I'm not sure if it is storage uh, leaving Italy or storage in Jamaica or I don't think I, I live as far I can, vouch, car, for, I can right? vouch for Chris's storage. It has a retinal scan and it's ice cold. <laughs> yeah. So um, definitely when I got it, I, I noticed that. I, I, didn't, I didn't bring it up to the importer. But when we uh, opened the bottle, 
it was sound, you know, mm-hmm. on the nose. It, 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 again, we're not getting the typical zestiness and grassiness. And, you know, by the way, another side note, Andrew, is that a fair amount of people, mm-hmm. when they taste uh, or smell Sauvignon Blanc for the first time, and you as a cat owner may uh, appreciate this. Yes, uh-huh, okay. Please, <laughs> There's go There's a description yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> with some Sauvignon Blancs that people say, hey, it smells like cat pee. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, did you get in a cat pee on this nose? I, I mean, having uh, been for the last several years well-versed in the aroma of cat pee, <laughs> I'm so glad this is part of today's show. Uh, no, what I got was, uh, I describe it's a similar smell, but I got petrol which has a, an, a, a similar, I, I would say, abrasiveness to the nostrils that uh, cat pee would. So I got a bit of petrol on the nose. Generally, petrol on the nose of a wine indicates it's a dead giveaway for Rieslings. Yeah. All right. German Rieslings typically have a petrol kind of vibe. For me, I didn't get the zestiness. I do, I do pick up what I think you are calling petrol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is, there is a, I would call it green. It's, it's just, there's a greenness to it, which by the way, is a character trait of Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. So I, I taught, a, well, not taught, I did a wine tasting demonstration two nights ago with a group of about uh, 40 people. Um, it was an IT event and they asked me to do it. And what was interesting is that I chose two Sauvignon Blancs. I chose one from New Zealand mm-hmm. and I chose one from uh, California. Okay. And I gave them the tasting, I gave them the presentations and told them all the notes before them tasting the wine. And I blind tasted them on the wine. And that specific, it's one of the world's most popular Sauvignon Blancs, which is Kim Crawford. Yeah. Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc. And that one has that cat penis. That, okay. And I don't know why I said it, because the instant I said it to them, every single solitary soul smelled cat pee. I'm like, Chris, you do. You should, you should have told him to smell uh, the wine first and then tell you. But yeah, uh, it was one of those long evenings. Oh, uh, let's just isolate Chris saying the words <laughs> cat penis, because no, that no, no, happened no. in this episode. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. We shall review. Uh, anyway. Okay. So, but, but you had already implanted into their heads and that's something we've talked about on the show before. Yeah. If you have, <clears> you know, it came up when we were talking about, we'd had grapefruit earlier in the week and that came up in the notes of a wine because we still had grapefruit in our, in our head. So it, it showed up there. So if you're primed for something, mm-hmm. it, it will, it will show up in your descriptors or how you interpret uh, via sensory um, input, right? Correct. Correct. But the more that I'm now tasting this mm-hmm. and kind of allowing it to sit in the glass a bit and allowing a little oxygen, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back to some traditional stuff. I mean, it, it's fresh, it's delicate, it's, you know, spread a light. There is some zestiness to it. So on the palate, it's a, it's a smooth wine, um, you know, pleasant, pleasant acidity. So, so, so there's a zinginess. When you put it in mm-hmm. the mouth, you feel a little watery uh, to the sides of the mouth. You know, with, you know it's fresh. You know, the finish of the wine is consistent with the initial palate, just, just tasting it. So a pleasant wine. Um, it is nice. One thing I can't get over is I love the color. Mm -hmm. This probably has one of the nicest colors of a a white that we've poured. It's not too straw, but it's not too gold. It's somewhere beautifully in between and it really is appealing. So the winemaker note said it's a brilliant straw yellow with slight green reflections. That's what, that's what the, um, the winemaker notes were on this wine. So, yeah. So the vintage on this, Chris is... Today we're having a 2021. So it's okay. a 2021 Bottega Sauvignon Trevienese? 
Trevenazine. Trevenazine. I think I started having too much wine. I think I need to um, pour it. It's a Sauvignon Blanc, and if you buy it in the stores, it simply says Sauvignon, and it's under the Bottega label. Yep. Good stuff. Thank you very much, Andrew, for that. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, do we have a price if we're in the stores for this? So this is in the region of, uh, I think it was Jamaican 2000. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know what? If mm. you're if you're sick and tired of just drinking Pinot Grigio this summer, there's an alternative. This you're is correct. an alternative. There's a good this alternative. Is nice. Yeah, between two and three thousand Jamaican dollars. So yeah, relatively affordable. I've been trying to steer people north of two thousand over the last uh, year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Just kind of say, guys, look. Go up a little bit and you could be amazed at the quality that you're getting. And somebody actually said that um, the other night, you know, the instant that they tasted that Kim Crawford, they typically drink Moscatos. Okay. And it was the first time that they're tasting a dry wine that they said, hold on there. I think I could actually switch. Oh. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting. Wow. Okay. Look at you. Changing people's palates. Changing people's palates one glass at a time. <laughs> uh, so it's the Bottega 2021 Sauvignon. Uh, you can get it uh, generally available in stores. Uh, I've this seen is very uh, widely available. Yeah, I've seen Bottega brand certainly at the Mega Marts, um, and uh, I think I saw it at the Hilo the other day too. So it's available. It's out there. It's a very nice switch if you want to make it. Uh, thank you again to AU Trading for providing us the bottle, and we will have another bottle of white in episode eight, which is coming up in two weeks. Holy <laughs> Holy <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> I wonder if the mics picked that up. Lightning struck. Uh, I think it was striking in the backyard a while ago. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm it's still sunny here. Um this is episode seven of the wine record. I'm Andrew Elliott with Chris Record tasting some wine. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to The Wine Record. If this is your first time visiting the show, subscribe because we release a new episode every second Friday. We want to make sure that you're up to date. And Chris and I, we're not just audio. You can follow us on our socials. At the moment, you can find The Wine Record on Instagram and Facebook. For every episode, we post a video of the wine we're tasting. So if you need a visual of what you're hearing a sample, it's all up there. Like us, follow us, and send us your comments. Cheers. Cheers.